Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, a family is forced to flee their home after a series of dark paranormal events that made life too difficult to deal with. But just how did they handle the situation? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802. Or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown. And quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. And it is 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. You can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Of course, uh, if you want to support our program, we'd greatly appreciate it. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Help keep us on the air. We could not do this program without you. You get access to all of our bonus episodes, advanced episodes of the show, the uh, archive, uh, eight years of content there to binge away on all commercial free. Just so many extras there, ebook, audiobook. Sign up for a year membership if you want and get one month free. Again, ghostpodcast.com. Or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to uh, support the program. It's uh, Tony and Carol Hughes uh, hanging out with you today. And uh, yeah, how are you doing this fine day? Well, Tony, um, I'm a little <laughs> bit excited because after almost three weeks, I get to do laundry in my house again. Woo! I got me a new washer. I know. I know. The last one and had a demon I'm, in it, right? And you I'm, got rid I'm, of it? What's that? The last one had a demon in it, and you got a, got rid of it, and you had to cleanse yeah, the... Yeah, it, it was a demon, and it started making this really weird sound, <laughs> and, and and then it just died. So, yeah, it was possessed. It was So, I got a new one, yeah. and um, I feel kind of stupid to say this to the entire world, but um, I didn't know there was such a thing as a gas dryer. Like, I just thought they all plugged in. Sure. And so I bought, like, this is so stupid. Like, I bought a washer and dryer, and then they come and deliver them today, and they're like, we can't install this. <laughs> you have a gas dryer. What? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You have, like, an And the ex- guy says, see this? That's gas. Your uh, e- exhaust so. pipe on your, there's, like, an exhaust tube, isn't there, on the dryer? 
Mm-hmm. And you have that. In your, who it, looks at the backside of their dryer? But but you have that in your Not house. Me. Do you have that in your house too? Like a something that can go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then yeah, really, all yeah. you really need is just the correct electrical output to run that that dryer. Oh then. no, no! Yeah. The guys are like, we can't touch this. <laughs> we cannot touch this. In fact, the washer, excuse me, the dryer that you bought won't even hook up to this. So um, oh. yeah, you're gonna have to buy another one. Oh wow. And so I'm like, well, shit. And um, so I go, but I want it to match this one. And they're like, you're going to have to talk to Todd. And so I talk, <laughs> talk to, to Todd. Todd. And so I talked to Todd. <laughs> and then um, it's like, okay, for 200 more dollars, you can get the one that works. So, yeah, so I have a, a set that doesn't match right now. <laughs> In a month, supposedly I get the one that works for 200 more bucks. So for right now, are you using like a washing board or something to, to no, do No, the... I'm using the new washer you and the wa- old dryer. Luckily, it still works. But I oh, wanted okay. to set that match. Yeah. I don't want them to not match. But in the kitchen. Night, it's like I have yeah. a grandma house. I have my washer and dryer in my kitchen. Do a nice clothesline outside in January in Wichita. Nice crispy clothes. Yeah, except in my weird backyard, my wonderful backyard, excuse me. I have like one part of the the um, clothesline. You know, the big, like back in the old houses, they had that big heavy duty clothesline. Yeah, yeah. I've got one, but I don't know where the, it went to. <laughs> That's long gone. It just sits there. It's just there. In fact, on the on one side of my house, I have at one point it had um, a fencing like the um, oh the just the basic fence. Yeah. And not because now I have like a, a six foot wood fence around my backyard, mm-hmm. but it was just that basic kind of metal fencing, and I just have the gate, and it's attached to my house. But there's just a gate. <laughs> like, why do I have a gate? Like, it, it swings. It all ties into the murder shed, and someday know. you'll At know the At another point, I have a random post. I don't know, but yeah, the murder she shed knows everything. That's where all, it all leads back to the murder she shed. All ties lead to that, and someday <laughs> you'll find out exactly what happened in that murder she shed. Involving the clothesline and the weird post and the gate. It's all there. Have a seat and we'll talk about it. Why did you bring condoms and a zebra? That's rather bizarre for a first date with a 14-year-old. Here's Chris Hansen. Uh, Yeah, so wouldn't that be great? Could you imagine if you like moved into a house? And you started, you're like, oh, this is a great house. I love it. And you start like watching like reruns of like To Catch a Predator or something. You're like, holy shit, that's my kitchen. Oh my God, this was the sting house for To Catch a Predator. <laughs> like that wasn't in the real estate papers. <laughs> That'd be a little creepy. <laughs> be a little odd. Uh, anyway, uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number. At Real Ghost Stories online to share your real ghost stories with us. We would love to hear them. Our first story tonight, it says, this house my husband and I lived in when we were nearly uh, newly married was one of the original foreman's cottages in the uh, Rosedale neighborhood of Edmonton, Alberta, an area that was later also found to be built on the floodplains of the River Valley of a native settlement. And I know the, the top of my head, 
which band originally inhabited the area, but it would be easy enough to Google. Anyway, the house had it, uh, all the boot scraper built into the foundations as it was built before sidewalks were a thing, a natural rock basement, and just a bad vibe all around, really. We'd noticed things like bricks in the fireplace that had come detached, and rather than just falling as you'd expect, they'd be several feet away from the house in a way that, in hindsight, they would never naturally fall. More in line with where you would expect a brick to land if it were thrown. There were so many things that happened in that house that would take a significantly longer time to tell, but the story I'll tell today is basically the last straw for us. We moved out and bought another home shortly afterward. My husband and I had been enjoying a quiet night at home in late summer watching television together. Around 12.30 a.m., 1 a.m., we started to close the house down for the night. Neither of us really liked being in any one room in the house alone for too long. We started to shut down to go to bed for the night in the following order. Turn off the television, close the window, turn the light off, check the door lock, and then proceeded to the staircase. We reached only about halfway up when, in this order, the light went on, the window went up, and the television turned back on. In combination with the sometimes bloody welts, my husband would wake with and other crazy events. This was just too much for us, and we moved shortly thereafter. The house has so many stories, from the landing door to nowhere to the fireplace spontaneously, starting to the absolute certainty you were being chased if you were dumb enough to start up the stairs with the lights off. I just discovered we were experiencing or expecting our first child. So at this point, it really became about safety for us. I like to think we would have moved sooner rather than later regardless, but without a doubt, that house left a lasting impression. Friends who have seen photos of the house say they can see faces in the windows. I don't consider myself sensitive to that in the least, but having experienced the cottage, I do not doubt them at all. The entire neighborhood is rife with similar stories. As we later learned after discussing the house with former neighbors, it is a fascinating area for sure. A ghost hunter's dream. The neighborhood is an area that is featured in local ghost hikes. As we leaned over this past summer while enjoying ourselves in the old Saracona area of the city. And that's the story. Thoughts? Well, number one, I'd never want to buy a house that happens to be on the ghost hunter, like, places to go list. Yeah. That would freak me out. But that whole thing, like, I, like when you were saying the this is in, like, how we closed down the house, which I thought was kind of a funny thing to say, but then when... She described it. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's exactly what I do every night. I shut off that light. Yeah. I make sure Buddy has his treat. It's a routine. Check the locks. I shut off that light. You know, you have the routine. And that would be so bizarre if you do all of that stuff. Like, here's what we do and get ready for bed. And then all of it turns back on and the window opens up. Carol. So that freaked me out. And then she like randomly mentions in the husband's bloody welts. That's never good. I'd like to know more about that because I was kind of passed over like and the welts. Like like that. My husband has bloody welts. That to me would be like more of the prominent portion of the story than the lights. And why wasn't it? I don't know. (laughs) I just read the story. (laughs) I know. Because the other shit's really freaky in itself, but I think the freakier thing is, and my husband has bloody welts. Yeah. Um, 
because there's not, I mean, if you go to bed with him and you, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's you or a demon. I given your husband bloody waltz or what? I have an interesting tidbit to share from my world. I have had in this house that we're living in, uh, me and Harp. Oh, great. Now I can never confuse it. Okay. <laughs> right, go ahead. There you go. It's nothing bad. Um, but there has been a lot of stress in, in, in our house over the last handful of months. Um, and I have noticed, and it's weird, um, the light in, in my bedroom, it's on a remote uh, to turn on and off. As, as many modern kind of lights are, you get a remote with it, and then you got to turn, turn the light on through the remote. It's not just through a switch anymore and all that. But... It turns on by itself. It adjusts the fan by itself. Sometimes the fan will be on. Sometimes I'll wake up and the light's on in the room. Now, it could be faulty wiring. I I, I wouldn't be surprised by that because the previous owners, not the brightest bulbs. But I don't know that they even installed it. But tonight, between our our shows, because when me and Carol record episodes, we usually record two episodes back to back. And I had to run back to the house in between. We take a little break. And walked back to the house because our studio is separate from the building. And I walked back there. And in the guest bedroom tonight, the light's on. I don't go in the guest bedroom ever. I, I, I have no reason to go in there. I was in there yesterday for a brief period of time to put some stuff into a closet. But I turned the light off. I would have noticed it yesterday and today had that light been on. Because I walked by the window several times going back in and out of the house throughout the day. And I noticed I'm like, that's weird. The guest bedroom light's on. And it would, it would take going to the remote of the light to turn it on. But last, the other night, and, and I've, I've noticed this in some more stressful times that I've been experiencing. When emotions are high, when things are really, really stressful, I've noticed more activity with the lights in this house. And I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> I'm not saying the house is haunted. So I'm pulling you. But I'm not saying that. Because I don't feel any, I don't feel anything weird. I am the person who last week went into my garage in the morning. Well, because my cat likes to go in and out. Yeah. And I had the there was a weird light on in my garage when I got up in the morning. Yeah. And and then I check Facebook and find out my ex-boyfriend had died. Yeah. And it was like very strange. And it hasn't happened since. And, you know, it might happen again. I don't know. But I, I yeah, had a, I had I a, I think there could be something with, I don't know. Cause maybe the stress kind of stirs some stuff up. I had a fucking bird appear in my house on Christmas <sighs> day. That's right. That's right. And I was so scared. When I saw that, that that was a sign of something, that someone had done something Well, bad. and you have had some drama in your life. Yeah. So. And I, I don't want to talk about that on the air right now, but if you've been following any of us on social media, you may know, may know more about that. I just, I will talk about it when I'm comfortable. Yeah. Um, but it's... But I think that sometimes when you, when you have... An increased level of stress. Yeah. And you're going through a lot of things. Um, like, and in, and in my case, I just, 
I knew that he had been really sick the day before. Yeah. Um, but he and I didn't communicate anymore, anything like that. But it was weird because it was like a light that shouldn't have been on in my garage. And I'm, I even couldn't figure out how to shut it off. And then when I go back to my uh, bedroom to pick up my phone and I do what everybody does, you check like Facebook first thing. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing that popped up. And I even said it out loud. I'm like, did you turn my light on? Like, yeah. what was that? So and I don't know. I think sometimes anxiety and stress and I, I and that, that's what I think. I mean, I don't necessarily think there's something haunting me. I, I think. Remember, I'm the girl who doesn't live in a haunted house. Yes. I mean, I for sure don't now. But 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 what, what, but I, I truly believe we can almost haunt ourselves in ways. I believe mm-hmm. our energy can project itself out there and can influence mm-hmm. things. So I would not be remotely surprised if all of this energy that's going on that's so stressful and so hurtful and and, and just so difficult to deal with is is having an influence, if you will, on some of those things. I don't think there's like ghosts showing up going, ah, let's fuck with the lights. I'm thinking more so it's like just the kinetic energy or whatever you want to call it of everything... uh, that's going on, you know, just the stress of the world and the stress of, of several personal things that exactly. are going on that that could be influencing it. So I'm not scared of a ghost, but I'm I'm just kind of like, this is interesting, especially with the stories that I've heard over the last, you know, eight years of people going through stressful situations and things kind of having activity, but then kind of dying off and never really seeing any identity or anything like that. But just how did that do that? Why did that do that? And I'm wondering if I am personally experiencing some of that right now. But I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Our next story says, I've never had any other paranormal experience in my 71 years of life other than this one. The encounter happened on August 15th, 2015 at about 1235 in the afternoon. I keep meticulous records in my bicycle, my, my bicycling uh, training log, so I am sure the date and the time. I was training for a century ride consisting of 100 miles. I already achieved a metric century of 100 kilometers. I rode in a state park in a tropical pine forest where 14 laps on a paved bicycle path comprised approximately 100.1 miles. I was using a crummy heart rate monitor that was not as reliable as it could have been, and it routinely cut in and out for no apparent reason. The monitor was supposed to let me know if I was training enough to improve my fitness or if I was training too much and hurting myself. I was in a routine pain in the proverbial butt. During this ride, I noticed another cyclist closing in behind me at a rapid pace, and then he began to draft behind me without the customary shout-out requesting to do so. He was within 20 meters, which was annoying, but I was willing to tolerate the breach of courtesy for the time being. I saw him in my rearview mirror. He was riding a white bicycle and wearing a green and yellow kit, the colors of our local university cycling team. They frequently trained here. It soon became obvious that the intend, the, uh, he intended to pass me by. I heard him shift his gears. I heard him his chain fall and heard his breath increase as he began to overtake me. I intended to have some words with him about drafting behind me without my consent as he passed me by and he began to pass, but he simply disappeared. He was gone. He seemed to evaporate into thin air. No bike, no rider, no breathing, no nothing. I stopped my bike, dismounted and looked around me. 
I could see for some 100 meters in every direction. There had been a scheduled controlled burn in this part of the park, and there was no underbrush anywhere around that could have concealed him. The other rider was not uh, visible anywhere on front, sides, or back. There was absolutely no trace of him anywhere. I continued my training ride somewhat perplexed about this ghost rider I'd encountered. Perhaps this really was a phantom rider, I thought. We'd lost some 15 cyclists to road accidents in the state during the past year. The most bicyclist loss in the country. I chuckled to myself and thought if I had a cyclist were choosing a place to haunt, this certainly would be an appropriate place for him to do it in. Then the thought occurred to me, could I bring this very thing now? Or could I be doing this very thing now? Was I dead and haunting this bicycle park myself? I looked down at my cycling computer. The time, date, and speed were visible in my HRM, but my heart rate read nothing. No heart rate detected. A slight moment of panic set in. Perhaps I was a cyclist who was deceased. I figured that if I could make my way back to the trailhead, find my car, and leave the park, I'd prove that I was okay. I'd be as happy as an outhouse rat. I made it back to the parking lot in about 30 minutes, loaded the bike and the rack, and returned home, presumably as alive when I arrived at the park 90 minutes ago. As it turned out, I was not dead. I did return to train for my century ride, but I was in a bicycle accident several months later. Broke my back, was laid up for several months. Never returned to park to ride again. Creepy story. And I think both of us in our minds are picturing a former coworker of ours who loved bikes bicycling. <laughs> Actually, I was not. No? Okay. No. No, but that was a really fascinating story. Yeah. Because I had that twist. And it's like, oh, there's it. Or was it me? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing on my watch. Like, that was creepy to me. That's like right out of a movie. I was waiting for the, and I can only send emails. And no one else recognizes me except for you. <laughs> And now I'm camping out across the street from your house. I hope you come out and say hi later today. I have some Fig Newtons over here and they're delicious. Come have a snack. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a great story. It was. Well, it was great. I mean, because I didn't live it. Now, had I lived it, that would be a really creepy ass story. But I just, it had that cool twist to it. It did. So somebody needs to take that and like put that in some movie or something. The Bicyclist is what you call it. The Bicyclist on Netflix, a Netflix original series. And it might only be a you know ten minute movie, but still. Yeah, well, you can probably get some great actors in it, like Kirk Cameron or something, and you know make it a real great movie. Eight five five eight five three forty eight zero two is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online, and then the uh, the supportive father figure is um, oh, what was his? Uh, gosh, I can't think of his name. He, Hayden Fox was the character on Coach. Um, uh, it was in Exorcist as well, uh, or um, yeah, I think it was Exorcist. Yeah, I love that guy. Uh, Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson yeah. is yeah. the the supportive father figure who never really ages, but he's just there and he's just strong and confident. And we're not going to put up with this shit. 
you know, kind of like he was in the holiday. And then it's like you look at your watch and it's like, oh, there's no heart rate. And you look at your dad. Oh, he hasn't aged in 20 years. Oh, my God. Craig T. Nelson. Shit, is... Have I been dead this whole time? And is Craig T. Nelson my dad? And he's encouraging me to be part of the college football team. And I'm 54 years old. What the and fuck? I went to bike riding. Who's this <laughs> Luther guy that lives in the attic? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 855-853-4802. He's dead, though, too. Uh, um, the Luther, uh, the actor's oh, name. Did you say Craig T. Nelson? Uh, well, Craig T. Nelson was He's... coach, but Luther was uh, Dick Van, or Larry Van Dyke, Dick Van Dyke? <gasps> Larry Van Dyke. Larry yeah, Van Dyke. Not Di- yeah, not yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Oh, my God. That needs to be a national day of mourning. Yeah. Because I love Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke's still alive? Yes. Is he? Are you sure? Are you 100% yes. sure? 100? Yeah. Dick. I, well, God dang it. Because by the time this airs, I don't know. It's 2021. He's not dead. He's 95 years old. I know. Can we edit this whole part out? Because I don't want to jinx anything. No, we can't. So if, if this airs by Je- by February 10th or so, hopefully he's still around. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Larry Van Dyke. Uh oh! Here's his his uh his obituary. Oh, that's not the right. That's not the same Larry Van Dyke. This is this is like some Larry Van Dyke and uh, oh, some some random saving. guy in, in in Heritage, Minnesota. <laughs> not the same guy. Not the same guy. But uh, no, I loved him on Coach. It was a good show. There was actually they they, they redid. They were trying to relaunch Coach, and they shot a pilot episode. Of the new season. It exists. It's on tape somewhere. And Larry's in it and and uh uh Hayden is in it and the whole cast is in it. But it never took off and they the studies that they the focus groups thought it's not gonna work on television. But there is a pilot to a new season of coach that exists somewhere in the ether that we may or may never not see. It could have worked. It worked once. It could have worked. Again. I thought it could have too. Of all the shows to bring back, that was a good one. I'm looking forward to the, to the uh, Frasier reboot if that ever actually occurs. Uh, but um, all this has been kind of thrown up in the air. Let's go to a phone call. 855 853 4802 is our phone number. Hi, you're on the show. Hi, my name's Emily. Um, it's about 5 30 a.m. And I figured I would share this story with as many people as possible. Um, so I have, I have a family history of kind of experiencing some psychic encounters, um, just being able to tell things um, that, you know, that are going to happen before they actually do. Um, and just the backstory, um, my my Nana had, um, had a dream one night that someone was going to break into their hardware store that was right next door. And so um, she waited up for this to happen, and it did. So she was able to stop the situation before it um, got any worse. So I'm, I'm telling you this at 5.30 in the morning because um, I just woke up from a pretty vivid dream that my husband, Eric, had tackled some guy trying to get into our house. And we were able to rewatch it on the ring cam that we have outside. Um, in my dream, there were several cases around the neighborhood of packages being stolen off of porches and other things, even like cars were being um, like hijacked uh, from people's driveways and garages. Um, 
but you know this was especially happening this time of year because Christmas is right around the corner and COVID hit a lot of people pretty hard for money this year. So um, then I wake up uh, just a little bit ago and the first thought that I had was that my Nana had a similar dream and just to be on high alert and you know to be cautious especially this time of year. Um, so I roll over and I look at our TV, which is, um, we, we keep it on, but it's on mute. Um, so, uh, like I said, I rolled over and I look at the TV and it's on the news that there have been several cases of packages being stolen off of porches. And um, so I just thought I took that as a sign that, um, you know, from, from God or, um, you know, whatever higher power that you believe in that, you know, this is um, something that, um, you know, we all need to be cautious about for this time of year. Um, you know, probably all, all times of, of the year, but especially around Christmas. Um, and I, and I, you know, I think that this is also a message from my Nana as well, but I just wanted to pass this along to you. I thought it was pretty weird that, you know, that occurrence that happened, how it did, anything could have been on TV, but at that exact moment that I woke up, it was of the packages on the porch. So hoping that, you know, we don't have any packages stolen or any weird occurrences, but, um, you know, thank you so much for listening. Well, as she was telling this story before she got about the dream, I was like, my God, that is my neighborhood. If you go to the, is it What's that um, app? Is it like neighborhood or something app that, you know, your whole neighborhood is on these days and you are like, hey, I got packages stole off my porch. Hey, my car's been stolen. Like everything she said is what's going on in my neighborhood right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe before she went to bed, she actually had gotten an alert or something from the app. Sure. Because all of those things are happening right now. And then I sometimes I think, too, that it, there's some weird connection between, like, when you're dreaming and television. Not necessarily that, you know, she woke up and that was happening. But since, I don't know, maybe it was like some preview of coming up in 10 minutes. Yeah. Um. You know, lots of packages are being stolen because it's Christmas. Yeah. And so I, I mean, could have been her grandma. And personally, I want it to be her grandma. Sure. I do. But I can also see other ways that could happen. Yeah. I, I because did. that's what's going on right now. Everything she said. What is that? Is it neighborhood or something like that? That you probably don't have it. You live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But, um. I have a sign that says I have guns. Everybody's been getting their damn car (laughs) stolen lately. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand. No, I, it's, um, I don't know what that, the, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of what it's called. Um, but no, I mean, what she's talking about does make sense. And, and, and the thing is when you fall asleep to different things, yeah, it can influence your dreams. Uh, Certainly. and, And I've actually been having that the last handful of nights. I, I enjoy falling asleep to old episodes of Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell back when he was alive. (laughs) 
So I, I did not see that coming. So I YouTube, I, I YouTube it, and, and I can find old ones on YouTube. So I'm listening to like that's episodes. How you fall I do, I do, and I because I used to, it reminds me of a long time ago and happier times, and and, and I, I have a fan. When I was in high school and and when I was a teenager, I used to listen to that in the '90s, and I remember, and so I'm finding these old episodes and I'm listening to them, and it's just kind of fun hearing this, you know, this broadcast from almost 25 years ago. And I'm hearing him talk about what's going on in the news today. He was talking about like O.J. Simpson last night I was listening to and and how bad things are getting in 1995 and all this and the quickening. and Just and wait, just wait. It's like, just wait, Art, <laughs> just wait. Shit's going to hit the fans soon. But 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 I enjoy like the content. I enjoy like the, the ghost stories and, and some of that stuff. It's just, it's kind of a release to me. It's something other than like what's going on today. But the thing is, I, I will turn that on on YouTube on my phone and just kind of put the phone down so there's no light and just listen to it as I fall asleep. I don't have a sleep timer or anything like that. So once that one video is done, which is like two or three hours long, it moves on to something else, whatever YouTube thinks the next suggested video should be. So I've w- woken up in the last three nights to people catching whales. I've woken up to a uh, conspiracy of like... um like a sea otter hunters or something. And I don't remember what the other one was, but it was like just the most bizarre shit. And these like conspiracy theory, weird videos, but I'm just hearing the audio and I wake up at like three 30 AM going, what the fuck am I hearing? And like, this isn't like coast to coast. It's some weird other thing that it was suggested. So I, I I've just been like, what are we talking like fucking whale blubber being turned into like like nuclear bombs? Like what the fuck am I hearing here? But it can fuck with your mind, <laughs> especially when you're in that state of kind of like halfway awake, halfway not. You're just kind of taking in whatever you're hearing and you're just absorbing it. You're like, and so you kind of get that realization moment of wait a moment. <laughs> and that's what I've been dealing with the last couple of nights. Well, and I don't know. It seems like she said that her TV was on mute, maybe. Yeah. But even then, I think it's kind of like in your subconscious somehow. You know what I mean? Sure. No. And I- it's not weird for at Christmas to be talking about stolen packages. But um, I do think it's weird that you listen to that before you go to bed. I've <laughs> I all I used to listen to that years and years ago, and I always fell asleep to it. And I, I'm finding it easier to fall asleep to than watching uh, MSNBC. Uh, I mean, I, I oh my li- god, no, you can't fall asleep to the news. I, I used to fall asleep to Brian Williams, but I'm just like, I can't do this right now. So I, I'm just I'm turning the TV off. I'm turning on the radio. I'm listening to like old interviews with like Amityville horror situations and things like that. And I'm kind of show prepping while I'm going to bed. Cause that's what I do. I'm always in the, you should turn on Delilah (laughs) for real. real. Delilah. I have a good story, but then you you listen to Delilah and then you hear all of those sad stories or, you know, and then she died. And so that might be a lot too. We'll wrap up the show. We're going to wrap up the show, but I want to share a quick Delilah story before I do that. Actually, I have two fun quick Delilah stories. We have a coworker who used to be a producer for Delilah. Um, Our friend Ian, who used to work for Delilah. Did you know that? No. He was her producer in the late 90s. 
God. In studio. How did that ever come up? We we shared so many stories because here's the deal. In the late 90s, I was at a station where we ran Delilah, kind of in her infancy of being on the air. And we were one of the earlier stations to pick her up as an adult contemporary radio station. And when you run Delilah, she's an adult contemporary radio a show that plays love songs and does dedications and things like that. And she has her own 800 number because she's a national show. But so many people don't don't connect those dots and they think they can just call the local radio station and talk to Delilah. So what I used to do, because I worked nights at the rock station in the same building that ran Delilah, I still had access to all the phone lines that came into the AC station that ran Delilah. So I would still answer those lines at the rock station. They're thinking, is Delilah there? So I pretend to be Delilah. And I'd be like, <laughs> hi, it's Delilah. And I'd air and these. And they're like, no, you're a gay man. No, I would air these calls. <laughs> I would air these calls. And they tell me these these horrific situations. You know, like, oh, my God, my husband, I caught him cheating on me with my sister. And then we, he so insisted on having goats. And then... I swear to God, he was out there at the barn the other night, and I, I don't even want to say what happened. And Delilah, for the longest time, in my opinion, would relate to everyone for a long time in the early 90s, no matter what the fuck they said. Um, so I'd be like, oh, my dear, honey, I understand what you're going through. There was a goat fascination that I've dealt with, too. And I would just go on these, these weird tirades about crazy shit. And then I'd air it on the rock station and then like go into like, you know, Tonic or Alanis Morissette or Nirvana or whatever. And and it was funny. It was hilarious. So did your bosses not listen? My bosses loved me. My bosses encouraged me. And he's like, Tony, when you get bigger someday and you're beyond local radio, please don't forget me. And to this day, I still have not. And I still very much in tune with my first station. And they've had a lot of hardships over the last couple of years of some very key people passing away and things like that. And I've always said, can I voice track for you? Can I record commercials for you? Can I do anything for you? Can I schedule music? What do you need? I don't want any money, but how can I help you? Because you are my home base and you always will be. And so I'm, I'm always still there for my, my hometown station. Um, but, um, but that, that's what I would do. And, but he would always be, he would laugh his ass off and, and I would always do these bits and I look back and I'm just horrified. Actually, I'm like, Oh my God, if I did that today, I'd be like banned from the radio. But, um, but years later, my mother is on a cruise ship. The, the, like the seventies rock and romance cruise, or something. <laughs> and there's like, you know, like player is playing on the, the boat. Ambrosia, Christopher Cross, Michael McDonald, all that shit. And I love those artists, so I'm not disparaging them. But Delilah is also on the fucking boat. And Delilah's hosting, you know, her group of cruise members as well. And my mother runs into Delilah at the bar. And my mother goes up to Delilah and says, oh, my God. My son used to impersonate you at the radio station <laughs> where he worked at, and he'd pretend to be you and talk to all these callers all the time. And Delilah, I guess, had this look of horror on her face when she said this to her. Because, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck else would you react with? My son impersonates you and says horrible things to callers? 
you know, and like, that's the best thing ever, though. And and what it, your mom yeah. felt like I'm connecting with Delilah. <laughs> I know I a story that's going to bring us closer together. <laughs> and I told I told our friend Ian about all this, and he just laughed, and he just thought it was hilarious. But um, yeah, so that's my uh, my Delilah, you know, one eighty three sixty story or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Delilah, my. My son impersonates you. He's pretending <laughs> he's like, oh he's, he'd, he'd say horrible things to people that call. We used to get letters from people in prison at the radio station addressed to Delilah. And this is how horrible we were back in the day. And, and I think most radio stations were the same damn way. And you know this. We would put the fucking things up on the bulletin board, like in the coffee break room. Then we'd look at them and just kind of chuckle to ourselves. It's horrible. It's wrong. I wouldn't ever do it again today. I was like 16 at the time. But um, yeah, that's that's the kind of shit that uh, went down when you get those sort of things. And you'd read these stories and it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I killed seven people. Can you please play uh, Michael McDonald for my lover who found me on prisonmatch.com? Yeah. It's like, I keep forgetting, not in love, Annie. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there you go. Love you, Delilah. Mail. That's the best. If you're listening and are horrified, this is how it happened. But there you go. <laughs> I'm kind of horrified and very entertained by that. It was a good time. It's a great time. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. EPP, sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to keep us on the air and get all the bonus extras. We greatly appreciate it. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thank you for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.